Amen. Our life is getting better after we've heard and done the word of the Lord. Amen. I'm, I'm uh, teaching from uh, the lectern today because I want us to get accustomed to some teaching. I want to talk back to us today. Hopefully, we'll get an opportunity to do it. Um, the past few weeks, we've been talking about patience uh, at the church. We talked about patience, how to bear under burden. But then we talked about the patience you need the Holy Ghost to control. And that's when you to keep you from losing your temper. And um, I don't care how, you know, some two people can bear under a burden if you think other people are supporting you or if they're taking care of you or if they're encouraging you, you can bear under a burden. But nobody but the Holy Spirit can help you with your temper and help you control your temper. I don't care how bad you want to do it. And I'm not, I don't want to uh, put something out there that like... Um, uh, as like you're superhuman and you're never going to lose your temper. That's not the point. The point is that you should not be known by losing your temper. That's the point. We don't want to be known or identified by anything in particular that's not like our Father. Amen? So let's pray, and then we're going to go into the word of the Lord for today. That was patience, and hopefully you got a chance to be a part of what the couple of Sundays that we talked about that, because today we're moving on to wisdom. We kind of did an introduction the last time I was here before I went on that road trip last week when I caught myself on vacation. And uh, I'm going to have to tell y'all about that. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. This is the day you made for us. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for this day, Lord, and giving it to us and another opportunity to do things in a way that's pleasing to your eyesight. Thank you for all of those that are here today, God. Bless them where they're staying. Increase them and multiply them for your good, Father. Now, God, as we go into this word, may the meditations of my heart and the words of my mouth be found acceptable in your sight. My Lord, my strength, my redeemer. God, we don't want to leave here like we came. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. The word of the Lord that we're going to read from today is coming from the book of Proverbs, the first chapter. We talked about Proverbs covers problems, principles, and people. So we're going to cover some of those things uh, all at once and some of them just one at a time. But it's Proverbs verse one, chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. Proverbs is always the best place to start when we're talking about a topic like wisdom. So now that we're ready, amen. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 1 through 7. Please read. Amen. Thank you for reading the word of the Lord. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 1 through 7. I'm going to read this same passage to you from the easy to read version. And the reason I want to do that is because we're talking about wisdom. So it's important that we truly understand. Amen. The easy to read version says, these are the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David. You know who that is, right? 
And you know that when Solomon came before the Lord, the Lord said, what can I give you? Solomon said, Lord, teach me how to what? Lead your people. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom. And Solomon wrote it down in these Proverbs so that you don't have to guess and you don't have to wonder about good principles to base your life on. Now, there are a lot of faulty principles out in this world that people base their lives on. You cannot say, um, uh, take a principle that's faulty and attribute it to Jesus, and then you're upset when it don't work. I want to tell you something today, and and you know me, because so I'm going to say something kind of probably off color today, so please forgive me already before I say it, but it's just the way I am. And I'm coming really learning to accept who I am, so everybody's going to have to deal with it. Or else we're going to have problems up in this piece. Anyway, what I'm saying, okay, in Proverbs verse 1, chapter chapter 1, verses 1 through 7, in the easy-to-read version, it says, These are the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David and the king of Israel. They will help you learn to be wise. They will help you learn to do what? To be wise, to accept correction, and to understand wise sayings. That's important because everything wise that you need to know may not be in this book per se. Every principle that you need to live a productive life is in this book. But every wise saying that you need is not written down in this book. But you have to be wise enough to recognize wisdom. Does that make sense? If you're around a person that's financially responsible, know how to save money, has good credit, you would be foolish to be stubborn and not take advantage of that wisdom. If you've had somebody that's been through a hard life, been through prison, know the jail system, and they're trying to talk to you, you would be foolish not to take advantage of that wisdom. If you have somebody that's had a bad eating habit and that can tell you what 20 years of bad eating will do to the next 20 years of your life and you don't listen, that's not what? Wisdom. That's not wise. So the scripture teaches us that we will come to understand when we are hearing wisdom. If we become wise, we will not only gain wisdom, but we will begin to understand when we hear wisdom. When you are around people that talk wise. But on the, in the opposite regard, you know when you hear foolishness too. That's the thing about being wise. You also know when you're hearing foolishness. Amen? They will teach you to develop your mind in the right way. Y'all hear that all the time, that a mind is what? A terrible thing to waste. And wisdom will help you develop your mind. It's nothing like being around an elderly person that have wasted their mind. You just, you around them and you talking and you can't learn nothing. And, and, and you know what? Even if you have not been in the house of God all your life, life should have taught you something. You ought to be able to contribute something. The Bible says, let the old men teach the younger. Let the old women teach the younger. But then I find the old women trying to be the younger and the old men trying to be the 
younger, the younger women want to hear Cardi B and the old younger old women trying to get Cardi B. And I'm like, who's going to say, listen, listen, broad, Cardi B is a stripper. You not going to model your daughter after Cardi B. Y'all know, you know who she is. The youngest people in the, in the, I mean, I know Lisa don't know, you know. And I know Steve don't know no more. But I know April them know. I know y'all know. Because if I know, well, that's good. It's good a lot of old people in here don't know. It's good y'all don't know. Don't even, you don't even need to know. That's the point. <laughs> that's the point right there. That ain't even your world. Stay in your lane. <laughs> Stay in your lane and let that stuff go right on by. And that way when foolishness is being talked in your ear, you can recognize foolishness. When you get too comfortable with foolishness, you don't recognize it no more. It just sounds normal to you. And then when I start trying to tell you what the word of God says, and you're like, Pastor Brown. You trying to be too, I done heard this all my life. You trying to be a holy roller. Holy what? Holy roller? How come you ain't rolling right beside me is what I don't know. How come I'm the one looking all strange and I ain't all that neat? I ain't all that rolling. I ain't never rolled under no pew. Never danced down no aisle. No chills running down my spine. I just love the Lord and he heard my cry. I'm saved all day and some evil I do from time to time. That's just how that is. I'm not your pastor because I'm perfect. I am a little wise. I got a little wisdom because I knew to accept Christ at an early age. That's the wisest thing I've ever done. But beyond that, he done been working on me ever since. But if I hadn't got saved, I could have died in my mess at 18 years old. And it had been a sad, sad day in the brown house. Because my mom has lived a saved life. She's been a wise woman. Amen. And I recognized that in her. That's why I gave my life to the Lord. I recognized the wisdom in her. I recognized the God in her. I recognized that relationship. Why? Because I learned wisdom. Not because I was born like with some special eye. I don't have a third eye in the middle of my head. I'm not psychic or anything like that. I read, I observe, I pay attention, I meditate, and I study, and I still come up short, but I'm trying. You know what I mean? It's bad when you're not even trying to be wise. You're not even trying to gain wisdom. This book sit here every day, and we find it at your house, and it's full of dust, and you dumb as a doorknob. That's crazy. To have a book that can give you an answer, and you walking around lost, and the book has dust on it, and the answer is in your hand. Here's the problem, and I'm still going to try to stick to this 30 minutes. God help me. Here's the problem is that I believe in our culture because we don't attend to wise sayings. I can't speak for anybody else's culture. We don't attend to wise sayings and we like jokes. Now, I love jokes and some of y'all know that I have 
in case you don't know, you're going to find out today that my biggest problem is I will laugh at some profane crud. You can be cussing like a sailor. I don't hear all that. What I hear is the joke. So if you catch me listening to it and you be going like, Pastor Brown, I'll be like, I probably don't even hear what you hear because I've been a profane person. So I probably don't even hear all the profanity. I hear the joke. That's what I hear, right? So I was thinking about us, our people, when I when the Lord was when the Lord had me preparing this message, I thought, God, you know, give me a way to talk to Faith Temple so that we can connect with how important wisdom is and how far we can get off the path when we lack wisdom. And all I could think about, and although he's not doing anything current, as far as I know, is my friend Cat Williams uh, teaches me stuff on a regular basis. Well, he used to. To that little boy, I beat him up, and I ain't seen him no more except uh, one time. But uh, I said, we have some situations where we, where we deal in what some people call escapism. And instead of dealing with our problems through the principles that God has given us, we run from the problem. And I think that one of the things that Cat Williams says that I disagree with is this. He said, if you're not working and you're not making no paper boo-boo and you're not smoking weed, I don't know what you're doing with your life. And so I'm thinking, if you're not working, first of all, you need to get a job. But beside that point, and he was saying, if you, you know, like if your lights ain't on and you don't, you need to just hit that blunt and the blunt will make you say, forget them lights, Right? We'll burn candles, right? That's what the blunt going to make you say. But in my mind, in a wise mind, you know what my mind says? My mind says, you're not going to have lights. You're going to hit the blunt. You're just going to pass out for a little while, go to sleep, wake up, eat up all your food. Now you ain't going to have food. You ain't going to have lights and your blunt money gone and you got an addiction. More problems. More problems, more problems. Why? Because it's founded on a faulty principle. A principle is just uh, a fundamental truth. In order for something to be successful, in order for you to be able to build on something, you got to be building on something that's true. You can't build on something that's a lie. It can't stand. So the Bible teaches that both fools and wise people hear the instruction of the Lord but only wise people will do what the Lord says to do. Foolish people will not do what God teaches them to do. And you can tell when people are foolish, why? Because they walk around in circles. You can walk around in a circle all your life. Do you know that? And you cannot even know you in a circle. That just shows the lack of wisdom because you've been stubborn and not come into the knowledge and the understanding of how important wisdom is. Let me show you how, how crazy stuff can be when all you have to do is go to the father for direction or go to the leader or go find somebody that has wisdom. When I was growing up, I went to this elementary school in Fifth Ward called Dogan. 
Behind that school was a store where every morning me and my friends used to go to the store and get a sweet and sour sucker, right? We went to that store and somebody could holler, the leak-eyed man, the leaky-eyed man. But they would say, the leak-eyed man, the leak-eyed man is here, the leak-eyed man. And every kid would take off running, getting back to the school because you don't want to be caught by the leak-eyed man. Now, I had never seen the leak-eyed man, never met the leak-eyed man. That's just how, that's, see, that's why that stuff be funny to me with comedians when they say black people don't wait around to see what the trouble going to be. You just start saying, the, le- the leak-eyed man, and just take off running. That was me. The leak-eyed, who want a leak-eyed man to catch them, right? So, and you're a kid, and I was talking to my mom about it one day. You know, my mom told me, she said, that was Brother Harris' son. I was like, what? You knew the leak-eyed man? She said, he got shot in the eye with a BB gun. Somebody hit him in some kind of crossfire thing. And what happened was, she said, he lost the ability to see out of that eye. And and he lost his ability to feel. So sometimes the eye would leak. And it freaked people out. And he didn't know it was. And so it would just, you know, it would be there. And I guess y'all were scared of it. And... And, she, and I was like, man, now I feel bad, you know. Running from the league guy, man, that's kind of disrespectful. But if, if I had got some wisdom, I probably could have told my friends, slow your roll. You're being disrespectful. This man been hurt. But no, nah, I just took off running like everybody else. And if I had not talked to my mama, you probably could have said the league-eyed man today, and I'd been running today. I lead, I might stop, though, to see what he looked like today because I'm grown. But back then, it was just running. But some of us are like that way with our problems. Instead of stopping and financially dealing with who we are, we run. Instead of looking at who we really are, we talk about or try to be who we think we think we are. We don't tell ourselves the truth. Like, if your credit score is 518, 500, below that, you don't pay nobody. You know that? You don't pay nobody. And if you don't pay nobody, don't be shocked when nobody won't give you no house. You'd be like, this world ain't fair. The devil trying to rob me. No, you done robbed people already. You just getting back what you put out. That's not wisdom to walk around in this world and not be wealthy and not have your name mean something. The Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen. This is a principle above great riches. Because if you got the right name, it can open some doors for you. Because y'all know if y'all walked in here right now, and right this morning, this building is empty. But if next week I told y'all Barack Obama was going to be at Faith Temple, y'all be like, Barack Obama will be in my church next week. Barack Obama will be at Faith Temple next week. Barack Obama will be. Yet we meet the Lord here every Sunday and nobody say the Lord is in the building. Come visit. We get so common with God. We be like, oh, it's just Jesus. But next week, Barack Obama going to be there. Oh, it's just Joseph's son. 
But after that, you know, somebody might even be excited if George Bush was coming here. And I'd be like, you know, we need some wisdom up in this camp. <laughs> we see Jesus every day. And maybe we get common with him because of that. But he's amazing. He's the master of the universe. And he does not deserve to be made common. He is not like man. He is way above man. He is way above us. And when I think about my craziness and who I am and how God puts up with my foolishness and even the foolishness I talk with you, I have to get excited about who he is. Because if he didn't save me despite myself, I would be in a terrible situation. And that's wisdom if you don't recognize it. It's wisdom to accept Christ in your life. It's wisdom to know this, that it's not by your works, it's not by your might or power, it's all about what he did. It's all about that, because nobody is perfect enough. Nobody is good enough. You don't come into the relationship with God just because you're uh, in the building, and you don't get in a relationship with God because you go to church regularly. You get in a relationship with God because you have decided to accept Christ as your Savior, and nobody can judge you after that. That's between you and the Lord on your journey, and that's wisdom. It's wisdom to try to be who you are. And God, everybody's journey has come from somewhere different, even in this building. As, as if I look at everybody in this building, everybody's journey comes from a different place. You didn't all start at the same house. Many of you didn't. I mean, I don't know any of you in here today that started at the same house, grew up with the same people with the same experiences in life. And so you have some wisdom to bring to the table if you've paid attention along the way, if you paid attention to the word, if you paid attention to life, if you paid attention along the way, then wisdom will help you recognize wisdom. So you ought to be the person to say, you know, I want to be wise and I want to help somebody else be wise. Let me hurry through this and then I'm going to be through. I'm going to try. I'm not going to hurry, but I'm going to be through with this first part of this topic. These proverbs will make even those without education smart. These proverbs will make even those without education what? So you don't have to have a master's degree, bachelor's degree, high school diploma. If you can read this book, you can be wise. You can be smarter than a fifth grader. You could be smarter than most people or wiser than a lot of people. If you can read and comprehend this book and recognize wise sayings, you can be wiser than a fifth grader. You can be wiser than most people. That's important. Because in you living in your life, if wisdom will keep you from, we said, walking around in a circle. Wisdom will allow you to build your principles upon stuff that's truthful. And wisdom will help you solve your problems and help you deal with you. We're like, we like to talk about the weather. You talk to people, people don't mind talking about the weather. People don't mind talking about the latest books, movies, whatever you're talking about. But when you start talking about stuff that's real, people get sensitive about what's real. And if I talk to you about what's real, that's wisdom for you and for me. 
if you talk to me about what's real. Now, I don't always like to hear what's real about me, but I do a gut check with my sister and my mom from time to time who like to gut check me. So I'll, I, every now and again, if I feel like I feel like being punched in the throat, I'll go ahead and say, you know, hit me with one. You know, hit me with one because I know it's out there, right? So uh, they'll hit me and they'll say, well, you, you know, it used to be you judgmental. Anybody ever thought I was judgmental? Yeah, but they, you know, they dumb. Anyway, you you judgmental. And I was like, I'm not judgmental. I'm particular. You say, I'm particular. And my brother said, I asked somebody to marry me, gave them a ring, brought them to the house, and you wouldn't come out and even speak to them. I said, that's true. Well, what do you call that? I said, I call that particular. He said, what do you mean you particular? And y'all probably don't want to know what I said next, but it was something like this. Nigga, you, my little brother, I done been watching over you all my life. If you bring somebody in here, they're going to have to be worthy of the brawl. Now, I know you thought she was worthy, but I didn't. So I stayed in my room when you brought her to the house. And he was like, man, that's cold. And I was like, yeah, I haven't learned how to release that part of my siblings yet. So they get exposed to some stuff that other people don't get exposed to because I am the oldest. And so I was like, well, wisdom says if I free you, I free myself. I ain't got to look after you. You grown people. I said, I like I'm up out this piece. Thank you for that piece of wisdom. I will leave you alone and you leave me alone. So then he come the other day with somebody new. Now this chick I like. And he's like, I was like, this girl, this the girl you ought to marry right here. And he was like, yeah, I think you're right. I was like, I know I'm right. If I can't do nothing else, I can pick for somebody else. (laughs) I just struggle with myself. And I know my truth. You know what my truth is? I'm scared as all get out to give somebody that kind of authority in my life. That's my truth. That's why I can't get married. That's my truth. I'm scared to give somebody that kind of authority in my life. It ain't never too late, but I'm still there. You know what I mean? Living single ain't all that bad. I ain't want to see people singing that song, Sleeping single in a double bed, thinking over those things I wish I said. That ain't me. Ain't never been nobody over there. So I'm just sleeping single. Ain't nobody in my spirit and ain't nobody in my bed. I'm all good. But I can't be all good because of that. I got to be all good just because I'm all good. You know what I mean? 
I'm not going to lie and say I don't love the single life because last week when I went on that road trip, I didn't have to ask nobody nothing. Get my grip and go and get my money and be about. Say, where you going? Who? Talking to who? I'm talking to myself. Where you going, girl? We going up out this piece this week, baby. We going on vacation for a whole week. Where you going? Wherever we want to go. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. So wisdom for me is, Paul said, if you single, don't seek to be married. And if you married, don't seek to be loose. Because both of them have their ministry. And both of them are equally beautiful. But you got to be able to live single holy. Now, if you know you're on fire, you better find somebody. You can't be Jesus's, you know. Y'all won't free me up to talk like I talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to hear this back on the CD, Brother Steve. That's why I don't want to talk like this. Uh, I don't want to. You know. Y'all know. You don't want to be out in these streets. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. The men nor the women. You don't want to be out in these streets, married or single, out in these streets. It's too much drama out here, and it's too much trouble out here. And if you ain't got Jesus, don't come out here, because this stuff can get crazy. And some of you got battle scars to show for it, and you know how crazy it can get. And you still walking around trying to recover from your decisions when you was out here in these streets. So don't play like you don't know what's out here. Nipping at your feet, your ankles, trying to get you to come on. It's out here, though. But wisdom say stay from out here. If you ain't got the Holy Ghost, stay from out here. Stay at your house in the safety of your doors. Do what you got to do to stay saved. If you got to lock yourself in your house, lock yourself up until you can come out. Be like, you know, it's a, uh, they say the freaks come out at night. I better stay in. You know who you are. Let me lock my door because now I'm living for Jesus. See, if you know, you know, wisdom says you got to recognize you. You got to know you. Don't compare yourself to nobody else. Know you. That's the problem in the church. The church come in when everybody gets saved. They think everybody get covered with the same blanket, and you do not get covered with the same blanket. I never done drugs, so my blanket is different. I had an eating disorder that may not be your blanket. I like good food that may not be your problem. But you got you to gotta deal with who you are if you're going to be wise. You got to tell yourself your truth. If you're that person that when you owe somebody some money, you try to avoid them rather than have a conversation, tell yourself you're scandalous. You know, I'm just scandalous like that, you know. I had a friend who was going to break up with me over $50. Just got scandalous. We've been friends for 10 years. You borrowed $50 and went on the run. 
I'm like, I'm calling you, but because your conscience is messed up. See, wisdom says deal with your problems and know you. Your conscience is messed up. You can't answer your phone. You think I'm calling about the $50, and I done forgot all about the $50. You know why? Because if I loan you money, now it's quiet as a kept, and I ain't loaning nobody in here, no money after I make this statement. If I loan you money, I really done gave it to you because I'm not finna have money problems with nobody. We're not finna have it out about no money because I got to love you anyway. So if I don't have it where I can loan it and not see it again, I'm going to tell you I don't have it. And I mean that I don't have it. But if I can afford not to see it again, you might can get it. You might can get it. If you catch me on a certain day, you might can get it. But, you know, my, you know I work for Faith Temple, so my change is strange. And so I can't have my, my strange change handed out too many different places. I got to manage my income. That's wisdom, right? Manage your name, that's wisdom. Manage your life through God, through principles that are true, through fundamental beliefs that are true. That's wisdom because that's the only thing that's going to work. Nothing else is going to work. I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to close. And I didn't get through half of what I wanted to get through today, but we got next Sunday. Praise the Lord. And we'll talk about wisdom a little bit further next Sunday. But we want to be, be that people. You know, my mom said this about Faith Temple this morning. She said, Faith Temple will be one of the wisest churches in this city. Because Faith Temple gets more word than most churches that I know. And I was like, I have no litmus test by which to gauge that or measure that. But we should be. And if we're paying attention. And Brother Steve is recording every Sunday. And if we're taking notes or if we're listening to the CDs or if we're trying to be a blessing to the body, then we are growing in some way. We should be growing. We should be understanding our relationship with God. We should be developing in wisdom so we can help somebody else because it's not just about us. Amen? So we're going to finish with Proverbs 1 on next week. Let's pray. Father God, you said you sent your word and it healed us from all of our diseases. God, heal our spirits today and heal our hearts. Cause us to be people of wisdom and understanding, patience, love, God, long-suffering, all those things that the Holy Spirit brings upon us, God. And for those that don't know you, God, cause us not to rest until we get to know you. Because, God, we learned today that that is the wisest decision that we can make to have you in our life, Lord. And then, God, we pray that you will overshadow us with your spirit. We want to be like you, God. We want to have wisdom in our life and every principle that we live upon to be founded in the word of God. God, we thank you for our babies, and we thank you, Lord, for our life. And, God, we thank you for our growth in our church, Father. Now, God, as we go into this time of giving, Father, we pray that you touch our hearts to do like you would have us to do and that we do it cheerfully. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. Let's study to be wise. Amen. 
And even if you don't read, if you're not a read per, reading person, become a person that observes, that pays attention, that learns and grows.